Welcome to a new episode of Owlcast. I'm your host, James O'Connor. Today, we're going to delve into one of the most complex and interesting books I've read lately, Diplomacy by Henry Kissinger. This book is not only a masterpiece on international relations, but also a profound guide on how diplomacy has evolved throughout history, from the balance of power in the 19th century to modern challenges of globalization and technology. Kissinger unfolds insightful and thoughtful analysis that helps us understand how nations interact, cooperate, and sometimes clash on the world stage. In this episode, we'll not only discuss a brief overview of this monumental book, but also immerse ourselves in ten key points that make it so relevant today. We'll explore examples and case studies that will help us understand these concepts in a clear and applicable way. So, if you're interested in international politics, history, or simply want to gain a new perspective on how the world works, stay with us as we explore Diplomacy by Henry Kissinger. Let's begin, now delving into the first key point of Diplomacy. The balance of power. Kissinger shows us that maintaining a balance among nations is essential for global stability. Imagine a scale where each side represents different forces in international politics. If one side becomes too heavy, the scale tilts and can provoke conflicts and tensions. A classic example of this is the Concert of Europe after the Congress of Vienna in 1815. The great powers of that time came together and worked to ensure that no country became too powerful. This created a period of relative peace in Europe that lasted almost a century. This concept of balance is not just something of the past. It remains fundamental in current politics. If one nation becomes too powerful, others may join together to counterbalance it, seeking to restore that delicate equilibrium. The balance of power teaches us that peace and stability are not just matters of goodwill or ideals, but also of careful management and understanding of the forces at play on the international stage. Continuing with our exploration, we come to the second key point, realpolitik, a German word that we can translate as realistic politics. Henry Kissinger introduces us to this concept where political decisions are made with pragmatism, focusing on national interests and the realities of power, rather than on ideals or ethics. A politician who perfectly embodies realpolitik was Otto von Bismarck, the Chancellor of Germany in the 19th century. Bismarck was not guided by emotions or ideals, but managed alliances and treaties with skill to strengthen Germany and Europe. His goal was clear, consolidate his country's power no matter the means. Your politic may seem cold or cynical, but it is also an essential tool in diplomacy. In a complex and often conflicting world, leaders must weigh ideals with the realities of power and national interests. So the next time you hear about a treaty or alliance in the news, think about how realpolitik might be at play, guiding the decisions of leaders behind the scenes. It is a delicate and calculated dance that remains fundamental in international politics today, advancing in our exploration. We come to the third key point that addresses a deeply complex issue, the tension between diplomacy and morality. In Diplomacy, Kissinger poses an essential question. How do we balance ethical ideals with the practical demands of international politics? This dilemma can be illustrated with the debate over intervention in Rwanda in 1994. As the world watched the genocide in horror, international leaders were trapped between the moral urgency to act and political and strategic considerations. The decision to intervene or not in a humanitarian crisis is not simple. 
Ethical ideals cry out for action, but realpolitik often advises caution and calculation. In the case of Rwanda, the lack of intervention led to unimaginable tragedy, and the lesson we learn is painful. The tension between diplomacy and morality reminds us that international politics is not a black-and-white game. It's a field full of nuances and contradictions where leaders must navigate with wisdom and compassion. It's a subject that continually challenges and fascinates, and one that Henry Kissinger addresses with great insight in his book. Our fourth key point takes us to more modern and profoundly serious territory. Nuclear Diplomacy In Diplomacy, Kissinger explores how the emergence of nuclear weapons radically changed the nature of international relations. The Cuban Missile Crisis in 1962 serves as a vivid example. During those tense days, the United States and the Soviet Union were on the brink of nuclear war. Deterrence, diplomacy, and negotiation played a crucial role in averting a massive catastrophe. What we can learn here is that the nuclear age has taken diplomacy to a new level of complexity. Decisions must be made with extreme precision and caution, as mistakes can have catastrophic consequences. Nuclear diplomacy is not just about weapons and military tactics. It's a delicate dance of communication, understanding, and sometimes confrontation, where the threat of mutually assured destruction keeps parties at the negotiating table. This concept remains vital in our current world, where nuclear nations must navigate carefully in their relations, seeking peace and security in a stage full of risks and challenges. Nuclear diplomacy teaches us that in the modern age, wisdom, patience, and diplomatic skill are more essential than ever. Now we come to the fifth key point, taking us directly to the heart of one of the most tense and fascinating periods of modern history. Diplomacy in the Cold War Kissinger analyzes how relations between the United States and the Soviet Union defined much of the 20th century. This era was marked by intense ideological rivalry and a constant struggle for supremacy. But it was not just a story of confrontation, it was also one of complex diplomacy. A standout moment was the detente policy of the 1970s. In a period full of tensions, the two superpowers sought to reduce hostility through agreements and negotiations. The SALT treaties on arms control are an example of how diplomacy could open paths to cooperation, even in the coldest moments of the Cold War. Diplomacy in the Cold War shows us that even in the bitterest rivalries, communication, negotiation, and mutual understanding can play a vital role. It's a lesson about how diplomacy can work even in extremely difficult circumstances, a reminder that dialogue and empathy always have a place, even in the deepest conflicts. Our sixth key point takes us to one of the most remarkable transformations in international politics, the emergence of new global actors. In Diplomacy, Kissinger highlights how the world stage is no longer dominated only by a few superpowers. There are new nations and non-state actors influencing geopolitics. Take the example of China's economic and political growth in the 21st century. China has gone from being a developing nation to a global superpower, challenging the existing balance and redrawing the world's power map. But it's not just nations changing the game. Today, multinational organizations, global corporations, and even activist groups have an active role in international politics. Their influence can be as significant as that of traditional states. This new landscape poses challenges and opportunities. 
It requires deeper understanding and more sophisticated diplomacy to navigate a world where power is more distributed and relations are more complex. The new global actors teach us that the world is constantly evolving, and the ability to adapt and understand these changing dynamics is crucial in modern diplomacy. It's an exciting and fundamental subject in our globalized era. In our seventh key point, we delve into a subject that is transforming not only diplomacy, but all aspects of our lives. The Technological Revolution Kissinger addresses how technology, especially digital, has changed the nature of diplomacy and international communication. Think of the Arab Spring, where social media played a crucial role in coordinating and mobilizing protests. Technology allowed individual voices to unite and challenge entire governments, something unthinkable in an earlier era. But technology not only empowers individuals, it also poses new challenges in diplomacy. Cybersecurity, misinformation, and digital influence are now central concerns in relations between states. Wartory, this technological revolution forces us to reconsider how diplomacy is conducted in a world where information flows quickly and without borders. It requires new skills, new strategies, and an understanding of how technology can be both a powerful tool and a potential danger. This subject highlights the constantly changing dynamics of our modern world and how diplomacy must adapt and evolve in this digital age. It's a vibrant reminder that technology is not just gadgets and apps. It's a force that is redefining how we interact on a global level. Our eighth key point takes us to explore American diplomacy. Kissinger, who served as the Secretary of State for the United States, offers a unique insight into American foreign policy and its role in world diplomacy. One of the most notable examples of American diplomacy is the Marshall Plan after World War II. Through massive investment, the United States helped rebuild Europe, not just out of generosity, but also to strengthen ties and counter-Soviet influence. American diplomacy is not limited to economics or military politics. It also encompasses the promotion of values such as democracy and human rights. However, these actions often meet challenges and criticism, and the balance between national interests and global ideals can be delicate. The position of the United States in the world and its approach to diplomacy are complex and sometimes controversial subjects. But what Kissinger highlights is that, at its core, American diplomacy is a blend of pragmatism and principles, of power and influence, and how these forces intertwine on the global stage. It's a profound and often provocative analysis that provides valuable insight into how a nation can navigate a world full of opportunities and challenges, and how diplomacy remains a vital tool in the modern era. Our ninth key point takes us to an inescapable reality of our modern world globalization and interdependence. Kissinger explores how nations are increasingly interconnected and interdependent and how this affects diplomacy and international relations. A clear example of this interdependence was seen in the 2008 financial crisis. What started as a problem in the U.S. housing sector quickly spread to markets and economies around the world. The crisis showed how decisions in one country can have global repercussions. But interdependence is not just economic. It also refers to how global problems, such as climate change or pandemics, require coordinated responses and international cooperation. Globalization and interdependence teach us that in this interconnected world, no country can act in isolation.
Decisions and actions have ripple effects that cross borders and oceans. This subject highlights the need for more collaborative and consensus-focused diplomacy, where understanding and cooperation are key. It's a reflection on how our world has changed and how diplomacy must evolve to face these new challenges and opportunities. Finally, we come to the tenth key point, and here Kissinger invites us to look to the future, future challenges. The world is constantly changing, and with those changes come new challenges and opportunities in diplomacy. One of these challenges is climate change. It's a global issue that respects no borders and requires an international coordinated response. Agreements like the Paris Accord show how diplomacy can play a role in addressing this crisis, but there is still much to be done. Other challenges include nuclear proliferation, regional conflicts, and growing inequality. These problems will not be easily solved and will require smart, flexible, and often bold diplomacy. These future challenges remind us that diplomacy is not a static art. It's a dynamic field that must adapt and grow with the world. Kissinger encourages us to think about how we can use diplomacy to address the problems of our time and build a safer and more prosperous future. With this, we conclude our exploration of diplomacy by Henry Kissinger. I hope you found these 10 key points as fascinating and enlightening as I have. If you're interested in international politics, history, or just understanding how our world works, I highly recommend reading this book. Thank you for tuning into Owlcast. I'm Waswan Amazol, and I'll see you in the next episode. Until next time.